Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. Bienvenidos a So Violentos o Macabro Podcast. Yo soy Ali. Y yo soy Dee. Y este es nuestro 100 episodio. Gracias a, a todos por, por su apoyo. Sí, muchas gracias. Oh, she's so shy today. I am. <laughs> and today, for this 100th episode, Dee is going to take us to Phoenix, Arizona. Being proud of who you are, where you come from, and who you decide to love shouldn't be a factor when it comes to other people choosing whether you should live or die. Bernardo Pantaleon was an openly gay man living his authentic self in Phoenix, Arizona, when four individuals decided to completely destroy his family's lives solely based on Bernardo's sexuality. This week, we cover the tragic case of Bernardo Pantaleon. Advertencia. La información de este caso puede ser desencadenante para algunos. Tengan cuenta que algunos de estos casos pueden involucrar menores de edad, abuso, violación o violencia. Escuchen con precaución. Warning. The information on this case can be triggering to some. Please be advised that some of these cases may involve children, abuse, rape, and violence. Listen with caution. Honestly, just horrific. That's hard to comprehend, especially the nature of the crime. Everybody first before himself. And he was just so brave. I envied him for that. We were proud of him for living his truth. But unfortunately, now that we know, and this is the most heartbreaking thing, that that is what cost him his life. Ahorita le dije, mijito, quita tu espíritu, vámonos, mijito, para casa, no te aquí solito, señorita, está solito, mijo. Bernardo Pantaleón, also known as Bernie, was a vivacious and beautiful 30-year-old man who was part of the LGBT community and was proud for who he was and wasn't afraid to show it. Bernie's family describes him as being very brave for being himself. For the longest time, he was very nurturing when it came to his family. As a young boy, he lost his mother and father and was in charge of raising his three other siblings. In addition to that, he took care of his grandmother. He was the type of person who would give anything and everything for anybody that needed help. According to Juan Pantaleon, who was Bernie's cousin, told Fox 10 News that Bernie was a vibrant and full of life individual. He was always living his truth. He put everyone before himself. Anaí Pantelón 
who was also Bernie's cousin, told AC Central that Bernie embraced and loved who he was. He was wearing glamorous clothing all the time and did his makeup and he was just very proud of who he was. He showed his his creativity with what he weared, what he put on like his makeup, his his hairstyles. If you saw pictures of him, he was just a magnificent human being. And throughout this these interviews and and everything that I've seen of Bernie, you can just tell he was just the life of the party. He tenía un gran corazón. And yeah, definitely. Yeah. He uh, one of his closest friends also recalls um, that Bernie took care of the elderly. So apart from him taking care of his family, he took the role of taking care of his grandmother. He says that for the longest time, his grandmother, you know, took medication and Bernie would wake up every morning and tell his grandmother, hey, you need to take your medication. And the grandmother would take her medication. And till this day, the grandmother has a difficult time adjusting to his to his death. Yeah, like getting used to not having him around. In an interview with Telemundo, you can actually hear his grandmother in pain after finding out how her grandson was killed. And um, it's just overall heart-wrenching just to see the pain and the agony that that his grandmother is going through, you know, it's it's very heartbreaking. Yo no puedo entender por qué le hicieron eso a mi hijo. Y me dijeron que me hiciera fuerte. Ahí fue cuando cuando sentí feo, señorita, porque yo presentí que mi hijo ya no estaba. He was the type of person who will go out of his way and take care of anybody that needed it. That a lot of his close friends would be like, hey, can you take care of my mom? Or can you check on my mom? Or can you check on my dad? Or can you check on my grandma? And he would do it. No questions asked. He was the type of individual that would literally just go out of his way to make sure people were were okay. And just knowing that and just seeing that through videos and images just shows that Bernie was more than just somebody that was murdered he was a human being that gave his all to everyone he was loved by many he was and without even knowing him i can feel the heartache and i think for for the most part seeing his family do these interviews and talk about him and and just realize that that was a big empty space in their lives now is just completely heartbreaking. Based on articles, it's still unclear on when exactly the crime occurred. But what is known so far and based on interviews, Bernie had left the home that he shared with his grandmother and told her that he was going to come back. And he just went on his day. And then they just didn't hear from him after that. Abuelita dice, voy a un ahorita vengo. Yo le llamaba, no me contestaba. On November 26, 2023, at 12.30 p.m., police were alerted that there was an unresponsive man on one of the trails on Mountain View Park. When authorities arrived to the scene, they found Bernardo Pantelón with a bullet wound to the head. In an interview, 
Anai told AZ Central, quote, He was brutally attacked, and there was trail of blood all over where they found him. He couldn't have made it. According to detectives, Bernie was found naked with multiple gun wounds, beaten, tortured, and his body had been mutilated in the process. Bernie was brutally murdered to the point that investigators told the family that it wasn't a good idea to see him in this condition. It would be so devastating to be standing at a funeral home with a close casket of someone that you love so much and you can't even get near. Sufrió, pobrecito. He went through a lot. And to hear that, you know, as a family member, that's just, there's no words for that. Based on articles, it's still unsure on when exactly this happened, but... When investigators started to look further into the case, they actually realized that the family were sent two photos of the crime scene. One of them was of Bernardo's body laying in a pool of his own blood. And the second photo was of an unknown person flipping the camera off with Bernie's body in the background. You know, so la gente como tiene corazón de primero asesinar a alguien y segundo tomar foto del cuerpo de la persona y mandarse a la familia. I don't get it. And I completely understand. It's it's uncalled for and it's very heinous. And the most tragic part of all of this is you are giving a shock value to the family while also glorifying what you did. No se gana nada con eso. Nomás lastimar a la familia. Exactly. On December 2nd, Phoenix police arrested 21-year-old Leonardo Santiago, 21-year-old Manuel Carrasco, and 20-year-old Jose Rodriguez. After police confirmed that the suspects, police also claimed that the suspects were all associated to a local gang. All of the men were booked for first-degree murder charges. When investigators looked further into the photos that were sent to the family, they noticed that the profile that had sent those photos belonged to Leonardo Santiago. When police interviewed Leonardo, they were granted a warrant to go through his phone and found group chats. According to detectives, there were two group chats that were found within um, Leonardo's phone. The first group chat was with Jose Emanuel, and the second group chat was with other fellow gang members. In the first group chat with Jose Emanuel, Leonardo goes on to describe the killing and what he would do to Bernardo's body, as well as showing them progressive updates on what was going on, as well as having a conversation of him needing their assistance. In one part of the chat, Leonardo actually texted the other two individuals, calling Bernardo derogatory terms, as well as saying, quote, homosexuals aren't allowed on the north side. During the interrogation process, Leonardo initially denied killing Bernie. After further interrogation, Leonardo then confessed to police and said he was in the presence of when Bernardo was murdered. Leonardo continues to say that Bernardo had made unwanted advances that made Leonardo uncomfortable. And according to court records, 
Leonardo later changed his story and blamed the unknown third person for the murder of Bernardo. During the investigation, Leonardo told police that he was present during Bernie's mutilation and claimed that the actual killing of Bernie was made by other gang members. However, according to Jose and Manuel, their testimony contradicted to Leonardo's testimony. And according to further court documents, one of the three co-defendants confessed and said that Leonardo was responsible for the killing of Bernie. Even though Leonardo kept going back and forth with his story and blaming other people and saying that he wasn't involved in the murder, the other two people that were involved in the killing confessed and in their testimony say that Leonardo was the primary suspect when it came to murdering Bernie. Based on court documents, Jose and Manuel said that they knew Leonardo had planned to kill Bernie. They go on to say that they all had discussed how he was going to kill him and when it was going to happen. They also asked him to send photos and videos when he actually committed the murder. They also said that Leonardo had reached out to them after the murder and in order to seek help from them. Jose told police that Manuel and Leonardo mutilated the body when they arrived. According to court records, Manuel said that he actually used a knife to mutilate his body. The description to different articles was that the knife um, was one of those knives that had um, brass knuckles at the end. So he had a grasp onto them and he used both the, the knife and the uh, brass knuckles. According to AZ Central News, the men also took these photos and videos and sent it to a group chat that they had with other gang members in order to glorify their horrific acts. Based on court records, Jose and Leonardo then sent the images to the victim's family. According to court documents, there was actually a fourth person involved in Bernie's murder. His name was Christopher Ibarra and he confessed that he knew about the murder. He also knew about the photos that were taken, the group chats that they were all involved in, and knew details on how they were gonna go about killing Bernie that night. However, Christopher didn't speak up, didn't prevent the murder from happening, and was just a bystander when it came to Bernie's murder. According to documents, Christopher also identified two of the other suspects that were part of the group chat in order to build a concrete case. One of the most shocking details about this case is that Leonardo was also linked to a murder that happened on March 20th, 2023. He had lured 20-year-old Osvaldo Hernandez Castillo out of his home with the promise of having sex with him. However, he shot him inside his vehicle two times. According to the investigation, Osvaldo was found with two gunshot wounds, one in the head and one on his back, along with gunshell cases in the back seat of the vehicle and an unfold condom next to his body. Detectives made the connection between these two cases when they found video of the killing on Leonardo's cell phone while he was being investigated for Bernie's murder. He had done this in order to get recognition within the gang, in order to also get money and marijuana. During Leonardo's hearing, Osvaldo's mother told the judge, quote, How could he take my son's life? He took a part of me with him. He left me devastated, a family in pieces. I just want justice 
for my son. Eight months had to pass by and for him to kill another boy so my son's murder could be found. I don't want him to get out. The victims were killed three miles away from each other. The suspects lived near or around the area, which means that all of these men knew each other some way, somehow, they crossed each other's paths before. Right before doing this uh, case, I also found out that there is a third person that might be in connection to this murder case. That they killed, like, he killed somebody else? Yes. According to um, Johnny Pantaleon, um, which is Bernie's cousin, he mentions that a man by the name of Benjamin Anderson was killed by Leonardo Santiago also for being gay. According to what Johnny says, Leonardo had lured um, Benjamin through a gay dating website in order to pursue a you know sexual encounter with him and murdered him. I don't know the full details on what happened to Benjamin, but it is clear that this was a hate crime towards gay men in Phoenix, Arizona. According to the Oxford Dictionary, a hate crime is a crime, typically a violent crime, that is motivated by someone's ethnicity, religion, sexual orientation, or other similar grounds. As of 2024, Arizona does not have a law against hate crimes, which makes it difficult to, to prosecutors um, to have any additional um, harsher sentences uh, due to the type of crime that they commit. For instance, in this case, clearly Leonardo, Jose, Manuel, and Christopher all talked about the main reason for attacking Bernie. It was because he was gay. That piece of evidence would not be held against in court. This evidence wouldn't hold its strong value within the court system during their case. Because Arizona state does not see this type of violence as a hate crime. According to law expert Hector Diaz, he pinpoints the main charges that they can apply within the case, which is murder and conspiracy to commit murder. But the hate crime wouldn't be used to add more time to their sentence. Even though Arizona has a death penalty, Bernie's family wants this case to be known as a hate crime. They feel that other people should have the right to know that they can't get away with killing somebody for their religious beliefs, their sexual orientation, or anything that has value to them. People should not be murdered for who they love or how they express themselves. Bernie, Osvaldo, and Benjamin did not go out of their way to fight somebody, to murder somebody, to brutally attack somebody. They were human beings who just thought that they were encountering somebody that they connect, they can connect with. As of right now, Bernie's family is demanding justice for Bernie, Osvaldo, and Benjamin, and any other person who has been a victim of hate crime in the state of Arizona.
as of today, there isn't a verdict on the sentencing for these four individuals. But as of recording this case, Christopher Ibarra and Leonardo Santiago were held on a $2 million bond, while Manuel Carrasco is at a $1 million bond. Jose Rodriguez has a $500,000 bond, and it all has to be paid in cash in order for them to post bail. Bernie's family needs help in order to get any sort of change to happen in the state of Arizona. In the description of this episode, as well as in our link tree and in all of our social media platforms, we will include a link to the change.org petition in order to demand justice for Bernie, Osvaldo, and Benjamin and anyone that has been affected by a hate crime in the state of Arizona. In the description of this episode, we will also include the GoFundMe page for Bernie's family. The funds will also help Bernie's family continue the journey to fight to change the laws in Arizona for any expenses that they might need when it comes to the prosecution of these four individuals and for any medical assistance that the family might need for their elderly grandmother. As of now, there is no verdict, but we will keep you updated if there's any changes within the law in Arizona as well as any final verdict in the case. We are demanding justice for Bernie. We are demanding justice for Osvaldo. And we are demanding justice for Benjamin. Our hearts go out to their families, their friends, and anyone that has been personally affected or touched by what has happened to them and to any other gay individual in the state of Arizona. And this is a tragic case of Bernardo Pantaleon. I'm glad that nobody else has to suffer. Sadly, my friend did. You know, um, I'm just glad that, you know, the individuals were caught when they were caught and nobody else can fall victim to anything. We're glad that the guys were caught, but it's not enough because they're going to go to prison for these two things and got not get what they deserve. They targeted him because he was gay. They killed him because he was gay. They then proceeded to dump his corpse in the desert because he was gay, then mutilate his corpse again because he was gay, leave, come back, cut him up some more, take pictures of it, and post it on social media saying gays aren't welcome in the north side, yet they are only being charged with mutilating a corpse and murder. It's not enough. And this was the case for this week. Um, again, it's a very uh, new case and it's still evolving and we're still getting information as, you know, the weeks and the months go by. So when and if we get new details in regards to this case. And again, our hearts and our thoughts and our prayers go out to the family and to the friends and to anybody that has been affected by this case. Yeah, because this is this is this is a tragic case. The three of these cases are tragic for they were just being themselves. They were they were true to themselves. They were being uh, genuinely who they are, express themselves openly. Um and I feel like there is no there's no way to feel as much hate towards people who are just being themselves. 
Yeah, and everyone's beliefs are different. And I know there's people out there who don't agree with, you know, they don't agree with this. And hey, if that's what you think, that's on you. It doesn't mean you go around hurting people just because you don't think it's okay. I completely agree. And um, yeah, it's such a tragic case. But yes, once again, our, our hearts go out to the family, to the friends. And to anybody who's been affected by Bernie's case, as well as Osvaldo's case, and as well as Benjamin's case, um, we will include the full details in the description below, as well as in our Instagram stories, or Instagram posts, and our TikToks. Um, but yeah, the link to their uh, uh, change um, petition and their GoFundMe will be in our link tree. Um, but it, yeah, but yeah, again. Um, our hearts go out to the family and we truly, truly are heartbroken by this case. And um, again, if you want have any more details in regards to this case, please let us know. Our platforms are open for you. You can um, follow us or send us a DM or a comment at our social media platforms. Um, we have Instagram, TikTok, Threads, um, and Twitter or X as it's known now. Um, just uh, type in at svsm underscore podcast or uh, you can follow us on Facebook at Sobrenosumagaro Podcast um, you know you could just leave us a DM, a comment, message anything we will get back to you as soon as we can um, you can listen to our 99 episodes on Spotify Apple Podcasts Google Podcasts, Amazon Music Type in some so kind of podcast, and um, our whole catalog would be there, um, as well as the Latina Podcaster Network app. You can go to the app store, type in Latina Podcaster Network, um, download the app, type in some so kind of podcast, and our whole catalog will pop up, as well as other um, podcasters, creators that uh, you know have a little bit of everything. Um, you can listen to their podcast there. And uh, yeah, uh, rate, review, subscribe. We read them all. And we truly appreciate you guys. And uh, yeah, there you go. I think that is it. I think that's it for this week. Thank you so much for, listen to, for listening to us for these 100 episodes. Um, it's truly a milestone and we truly appreciate it. Yeah, and we will continue to do this as much as we can and as, as far as we can go. Yeah, I know. Yeah, definitely. It's a very um, this podcast. We know we cover very hard topic, and it doesn't get yeah. easier. And you know, we wish these murders will, would stop, and that no other people mm-hmm. would be hurt or have to suffer. But unfortunately, these things happen daily, and we will be here to continue giving voice to the voiceless to those who have been taken away from all from us yeah definitely and um once again um our hearts go to every single person that um that relates to these cases or has gone through similar situations or um you know we're human and we feel for these people and and sometimes they're unbelievable cases, tragic cases, and all we can do is 
is try to just be a, a little bit have more empathy to others and and be kind to one another and you know hopefully prevent these from happening in the future um but with yeah. that uh, our hearts go out to all those 100 families that Definitely. we have covered some um, cases que nunca se nos van a olvidar there's some cases never, que todavía never. me acuerdo and I'm like man yeah. I know there, there's still those cases that hit mm -hmm. very heavily and hit close to home um, and I think for the most part it, it's it's a challenge to um, to look, look past them and, and sometimes it's it's one of those people that we just carry in our hearts forever yeah. and um, we truly uh, we're truly um, moved and um which I just want to say thank you all for listening and for sharing for for sharing these yeah. cases because it truly means so much to us. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, but with that, uh, we'll cool. see you guys. We'll see you guys for episode one hundred and one. Yeah. Um, Adios, chuladas. Me salió lo ronco. I know. Lo voy a decir en español ahora. Adios, chuladas. Adios, chuladas. Yeah, definitely. That's going to be your yeah. insane. Pero lo voy a hacer acá en española. <laughs> I've been watching too much of um, La Casa de Papel. I still haven't seen that show. I need to see no it. longer friends. To all of you, I highly recommend it. And what can I say? I've been watching Saltburn and Saltburn. I'm over it. I'm over that. I'm, I'm so over I'm it. still not over it. <laughs> I'm still And I'm over here giving like, you know, other people. <laughs> but um until next time. Uh, yeah, nos vemos la próxima see semana. You next week. Uh, Adiós. Stay spooky. Bye. Bye. I was about to press leave. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, that's what you're right, See you next week. Bye. Oh, bye. We're still yeah, recording. Bye. bye. Stay spooky. <laughs>